Rock Salt Radio. Be afraid also, tremendously afraid, for the day of reckoning is upon us. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, me and the Lord. Yelp. We got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. On a mission from God. It's Aaron and Dave with the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. New for you in 22. We're putting the band back together. Forget it. Don't wait. We're on a mission from God. The band this week, Aaron. Matt, me and Elwood. Putting the band back together. Ma'am, you gotta understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matthew to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. It's a little band from Chicago, Aaron. First you trade the Cadillac for a microphone. Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're gonna put me right back in the joint. They're not gonna catch us. We're on a mission from God. And it's not the Blues Brothers. <laughs> it's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. We're going to talk to Jennifer from a little band called Ignescent. works in mysterious ways. Yep. Strike up the band, Sal. I wonder how much that uh. full ticket of gas cost back then. Like 10 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> you know, about, uh. about what a gallon of gas costs now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got flashback 2007 also for the show. Um... Welcome to the show. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, it's rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rocksaltradio at gmail.com. We're on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Please like, subscribe, or follow us on all of those socials. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble also. So, Yeah, new to Rumble. Yeah, we're new to Rumble. Uh, we got Facebook, Instagram. So, again, you know, wherever you like to get your social yeah. media fix, there we are. We're right there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of a really bad analogy, and I went, nah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Anyhow, we've got Jennifer from McNesson all the way from Chicago today. Um, we've already recorded the interview, and it is fantastic. Love talking to Jennifer. Uh, we're also going to do Flashback 2007, right? Yes. All right. One of your favorite bands is inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that year. Hmm. So we'll, who could we'll, that be? I don't know. You know, we'll have to play uh, trivia on that one. Maybe. Yeah. All right. And uh, let me see. What else do we got going on, Aaron? I, maybe I'll come up with a rant. I've got another rant in another rant. locked and loaded, man. Yeah, you, you, pretty good rant. Passionate rant last week. Yeah. Uh, this one's not as good, but it is good. So maybe I'll throw that in there today, too. But it is uh, it is definitely a California rant. It's something unique to California. There's a lot of things that are unique to California. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, all right. All right. It is the Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. And away we go. 
This is Chris with the band False Star. You're listening to the Rock Salt Music Cast Experience with Dave and Aaron. I hope you enjoy the show. Sweet baby little lambs of God. Rock Salt Music Cast Experience with Aaron and Dave. And on the line, on the Zoom call, Aaron, we got Jennifer all the way from Chicago. She's in a little band called Ignescent. Yes. That's right. Hi, Jennifer. She's she's a White Sox fan, too. Oh, yes. We were White. talking about that. Baseball yeah. is back. Yeah. It, Dave, I, Dave hates my shirt. Yeah, I'm not a big Dodgers fan. <laughs> I'm a Giants fan. Yeah. But you're not a Cubs fan either, right? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been to some games, but and honestly, I'm not huge into sports. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's more my family is like really into White Sox and anti Cubs. I got you. But, yeah. I got you. Well, I'm not huge into sports either. I'm more yeah. of a music person, but I, I like baseball. That's probably uh, it's probably my biggest one. But nice. nice. You're in a little band called Ignescent, all yes. the way from Chicago. Yes. And you've yes. been at this for a while. I was reading your bio. You've been doing this since like 2008. Yeah, it's been a really long time. Um, I originally had a band called Jennifer Benson and the Mission, and then um, we got some new members and changed the name and everything. Um, so, so Ignescent's been around since like 2011, and so yeah, we've been we've been doing this for quite a while. You've been gaining some steam though. You uh, you've opened for a lot of bands. You've been around and and opened for a lot of bands, and yeah. uh, you've been networking. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We've opened for Flyleaf. Um, we actually had Samir Badakara of Flyleaf. He played with us at some shows last weekend and we nice. did a radio show, um, like an interview with 95 Will Rock in Chicago. And he was on that interview with us playing guitar. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's way cool. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, John Cooper of Skillet, because um, his other band, Fight the Fury, mm-hmm. um, we opened for them at a Rock House um, in West Dundee and at the Forge as well. So that was that was pretty uh, pretty cool. And yeah, we've opened for a lot of different bands like Buck Cherry and uh, Gemini Syndrome, and um, we've played at like at Life Fest, a lot of um, those Fest Life Fest big right. festivals and. And then we've also played at Rock Fest and, um, yeah, and open for bands like Rob Zombie at the Fest and um, and different, yeah, different bands like that is, yeah. So it's been, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool. And um, we found out that our uh, song Remnant just hit number 16 on the Christian rock charts. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Golfers thanks. clap. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Hit number 49 on the uh, regular, like the active rock uh, billboard charts too. So it's, yeah, we're on both. So we're pretty excited about that. So God has big things in store for Ignescent. Yes, I think so. Yeah. The <laughs> wheel is turning. It's, it's gaining steam. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, by the way, yeah, you said you opened for Rob Zombie, true professional on stage, I think. And uh, one of my favorite guitarists of all time, John Five really yeah nice. yeah nice. Nice. i just had to throw that in yeah you just played with the protest how was that i mean that must have been a wonderful night yeah that was a lot of fun yeah we played with them and american arson um 
at Route 20 and um, then another venue in Aurora. But that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. They're an amazing band um, with, you know, great people. They put on a great show. So that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Cool. Um, I got a, I was watching one of the videos. Well, I was watching a few of your videos before you came on today. Your yeah. guitarist, what's your guitarist name? Um, uh, which video are you watching? Sorry. Oh, Exodus was one of them. Oh, Exodus. Oh, okay. Is that not oh, the same guitarist? Yeah. It's, uh, oh, you're talking about Jose Jimenez? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I was, I was really focusing in on his guitar maybe this question is more for him than for you, but uh-huh. what is that thing? What is that? <laughs> I mean, cause how many strings are on that? First of all, I couldn't even count right. them all. I know. Yeah. There's like eight. Yeah. Yeah. Eight okay. String. It's an eight it's, string. It's got no headstock on it. And, um, I, it, I know he's running it through pedals, but man, it sounded great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, a pretty cool guitar. It, yeah. it definitely gives you a, a unique sound. Yeah. I mean, a sound that's all yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like all the new songs off the EP were all written on the eight string, except for one that was a ballad. And, but yeah, the other, the other ones were all written on eight strings. Cool. Um, well, what is, uh, what now what's the latest one that you got out? Remnant. Remnant. Yeah. Remnant. Tell me about Remnant then. What, uh, what brought that one around? Um, that one, Honestly, I kept hearing that word, like from my pastor, um, the word remnant. And um, and then from someone else um, online, they were talking about remnant. And that, like that word just kept going around in my head. And then with all the craziness that was going on and um, in the world. And um, I just, I don't know, this melody popped in my head. And um, with remnant, like, and... Um, I just wanted um, to write a song that gives people hope, you know, through um, through what happened with COVID and just all around us and everything shutting down and people getting sick and you know lives being lost and um, and then um, and then in the music industry um, specifically a lot of bands just quitting because you know they couldn't play and they lost you know a lot of money and all that. I just um, I wanted to you know, write that song and just, just to be like, we're here to stay. We're not quitting. We're not giving up. We are the remnant in, you know, no matter what happens and no matter what trials we face, we're not going to give up and we're going to, um, we're going to stick around and, you know, and we're going to be, um, used by God and, and, you know, in be there and be a light to the world and tell others about God's love. And we're not gonna, um, we're not going to quit. So. Awesome. 250,000 views or streams on Spotify. Wow. That, that's great. Wow. Yes. I mean, it, it really does look like big things are in store for, for your little band. And I don't mean that in a, in a derogatory way. I mean, because you're, you're a little band just plugging along, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing everything ourselves, working our, our tushes off, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of... There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff, Aaron, that goes into these bands that, I mean, we don't know about. Yeah. It's a lot of work. You, yeah. It really is. Just the breakdown and setup for shows. Cause I did that yeah. with a, with a couple of bands one time and yeah. I was like, this is, this is hard work. It, it doesn't is. look like it's hard work. It's hard work. 
It is between that and booking and everything else you have to balance in life. And when you do it all yourself, yeah. I mean, yeah, for us, just doing this show once a week is hard work for me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, you mentioned your guitarist. Who's all in the current lineup of um, Ignescent? Ignescent. Ignescent. Yep. Yeah. um, Well, uh, Ian uh, Sebastian, he's been with um, Ignescent for a long time. He is the bass guitarist. So um, he's the guy with a long, like, black hair that's okay. Ian so yeah he's amazing love Ian um and then we actually have been working with uh drummers for hire we're trying to find a permanent drummer but having a hard time doing that so we've been working um just hiring different drummers we know from the area they've been amazing um but yeah we're still still trying to work on that and hopefully to find more of a permanent drummer so We'll see. <laughs> Everybody's got that drummer problem. It's yeah, either a drummer yeah. or a bass player. It's always a rhythm section, isn't it? I know. I don't know what it is. They're just flaky people, I think. It seems like it. They just don't want to stick around, or I don't know, or they want to jump to another band. I'm not, well, I don't you, know. you know, when I went down to the music store, I was looking at, at guitars, and I wanted to get in for the first time. The guy who yeah. sold me the guitar, he's like, don't buy a guitar, buy a bass. He goes, you'll have six bands coming after you in a couple of months because there's <laughs> bass players are in such demand. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm thankful for Ian. He's, he's amazing. So, <laughs> Well, what's uh, what's the origins of the band here? Well, let's, uh, let's start with this. What's the origins of the name of the band? And then I want to do one of your songs and then we'll come back and talk to Jennifer some more. What's okay. so, where'd the name of the band come from? Yeah, well, I was praying for a name for a, a while, and um, I, for some reason, I thought, I'm going to look in the dictionary. So I kind of just started scrolling down, and I opened it up, like, I, you know, like a real dictionary. <laughs> like, oh, I, um, you mean like books? Yeah, so I opened up a book. <laughs> I haven't seen one of these yet. Knock the dust off of it, and, you know. Right. I still like to hold a book. Sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I was just looking through and I don't know why it opened up to the eyes, but it did. So I just started looking through and then this word popped out, ignescent, and it means to ignite. And I thought, wow, that's perfect because we want to ignite people's hearts on fire for Jesus Christ and with our music. And so it was just like the perfect word and that's where it came from. Awesome. See, and I didn't even know it was a real word. I thought you guys made it up. Really? Oh no, it's a real word. See, and I'm a wordsmith and I didn't know. I learned something new every day, Aaron. Nice. What do we got lined up, Aaron? Uh, we're going to play that hit song, Remnant. Remnant? Number gonna... 16 and uh, and climbed in, as Casey Casey would say, and, <laughs> and it's, all, it's, it's on its way up. Well, you want to do a long distance ded- dedication, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> the... Dedicated to you all. <laughs> All right, it's a Rock Salt Musecast experience with Ignescent and Remnant right now. This is Ralph from Reborn, and you're listening to a Rock Salt Musecast experience with Aaron and Dave. Rock Salt Musecast experience, Aaron and Dave and Jennifer from Ignescent, all the way from Chicago on the zoom call and we got our feedback problem again there yeah i don't yeah, know, I don't know what happened on. yeah we got gremlins in the mix sorry jennifer yeah okay, it happens 
All right, so that was Remnant that we just did, right? Yes. All right, and uh, that's the the big climbing up the charts with a bullet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do a Casey Kasem uh, thing, and the and the the thing is the feedback's throwing me off. Yeah. So you guys have been in this band for a long. Well, you said you started out uh, around two thousand eight with another yeah. band. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then uh, switched members and um, changed the name and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, well, obviously, you know, didn't switch you, kept you, right? Right. right. It was me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how long have you been doing music for? Just per- uh, performing? A long time. I mean, I've been singing since I was a teenager. I started singing at church, like on the worship team and all that. Um, and then kind of switched it up to metal. So, nice. <laughs> but yeah. Now, are you a metal fan? Yes. All right. So, yeah. so some of your influences, like your favorite bands and stuff. I, I'm interested. Uh, my favorite bands are Skillet and Flyleaf. They're like huge influences for me. Nice. Definitely. Yeah. I do like Ginger too. Um, she's really cool. Yeah. Um, and, um, who else? Yeah, those are my. I mean, those are my two favorite. Red, I love red. That's yeah, one of my favorites too. So, yeah. There's a. Uh, well, I mean, it started a few years ago, and I guess it's not as big of a deal anymore. But there's a lot of female-led bands in in metal now, and it's becoming really cool to see yeah. this other side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's been such a male-driven. A genre for so long yeah. you know and i mean as a male going to shows even when as a teenager and everything it was it was you know 90 percent guys and 10 percent girls uh it's really kind of cool to see like everybody coming together and yeah. just enjoying the music and and even in in your case i'm sure the message yeah yeah it's been really cool to see that and um yeah like zana i love her i mean it's cool to see her in um lizzie hale and uh hailstorm evanescence and stitch apart yeah there's just um there's so many out there now butcher babies and yeah oh it's yeah it's it's definitely cool to see but the funny thing is a lot of the shows like the last two shows and the shows coming up because we're playing with flaw um, I think it's March 31st and April 1st. We're playing with Flaw in another last year at Brower House in Lombard, Illinois. And um, also at the Looney Bin, I think is on April 1st. Um, but I'm the only girl <laughs> on that show. And then I was the only girl on the last two shows. So um, even though there's a lot of um, female-led bands, a lot of the shows I play at, I'm still the only only girl. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. That's crazy, you know. And um, does that? Do you notice that there's more younger girls showing up to your shows and getting into the the music? And um, uh-huh. I mean, and I'll 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 tell you what I'm getting at here, which is a lot of uh, females, and I'm talking demographics now. A lot of yeah. females lean towards the pop, the Katy Perry and the rap and that sort of thing. And then it's not typically metal and rock is not typically a female demo. Right. Yeah. So right. do you see a lot of uh, like, you know, young girls uh, that are kind of emulating you or looking up to you because 
you're leading this band on stage and do you come across a lot of that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. At the last show we're up 20, there are these two teenage girls and they bought t-shirts. I got to talk to them and everything. And so, yeah, that was really cool. And I, yeah, I've seen other like girls or, or women just rocking out like in the audience, head banging. And that's like super cool to see. And they're just enjoying the music and having fun. So yeah, to see, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, and you know, uh, it's got to feel pretty good when you see someone just like connecting with your music, singing the lyrics, headbanging, or or yeah. even you know, if you got a, a ballad, you mentioned that you had a ballad uh, yeah. on one of your tracks. Uh, you know, touching somebody that way—that's got to feel pretty good inside. I mean, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, I love when I see people out in the audience singing um, our songs. And um, there's a song we actually co-wrote with Samir of Flyleaf, Samir Badkara. And, um, yeah, I remember um, people singing to that. It's called Fearless and just, like, you know, um, really enjoying that and other songs, too. And, yeah, we do have a new ballad called Anymore. It just released, I think it was March 4th, off the new EP called Ascension. Um, and, uh, yeah, people seem to really like that song and, um, in remnant too. Um, and so, yeah, I love just watching people in the crowd singing along while we're playing up there. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta give you a little bit of a rush right in the, yeah. right in the feels, right? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. you were playing with protest. I heard. Yeah. Was that last yeah, we- night? Uh, no, that was last weekend. Oh, last weekend. Yeah, we played in Illinois and Wisconsin with them at a few venues. And they actually um, played at our EP release show, which was really cool that they were a part of that. And, um, yeah, so it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a fun night. And Those guys um, are great guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they really are. are. Just, I mean, if you ever wanted to know what a down-to-earth, just a bunch of guys that are in a band but – don't yeah. care that they're in a band. Right. That's yeah. those guys, you know? Definitely. Um, Definitely. They're super nice. And the, they're so good on stage. They're just awesome. Like, yeah. Awesome. We uh, we saw them. Aaron took me to see them at a city rock fest, right? Isn't that what the tour was, Aaron? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was seven, seventh Day Slumber, Wolves at the Gate. Uh, yeah. The Disciple. Disciple, the protest. And that was the first time I'd ever seen them. Never heard of them before. And... Uh, uh, they opened, and I, uh, after the first song, I, I told Aaron, I was like, wow, these guys are going to be big. They're yeah. great. Yeah, they are amazing. I agree. I love their song, What Else You Got. That's like one of my favorite songs. That is a great song, isn't it? Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of the uh, um, underdog fight song, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. What else you got? <laughs> um. Did you have something, Aaron? It looked like you. Had well, I was gonna say she, you did a video for Remnant, and now you have the release of uh, your ballad. Um, uh, anymore is a video coming for that. That um, I, we don't know yet. I'm not sure if we're gonna actually make a video. We're thinking about that or the um, other song on the EP, which is "Better Left Forgotten." That's more of like a a metal high energy song. Um, we might do a video for that, but we're still kind of in talks about that. 
Awesome. I see. So you guys are you guys are playing a lot now. I mean, it seemed like when I was checking your schedule, like every weekend is just full. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got a lot going on. We did, yeah. We just did the shows with the protests and um, next weekend um, doing some shows with flaw. So I'm excited about that. And uh, we were booked at kingdom come and rock fest uh, this summer. Awesome. Um, another fest in uh, Illinois will be playing at, and um, there's a show we just got booked at in New York too, actually. Um, I think it's the singer or someone in the newsboys will be there too. Um, but yeah, it's a fest in New York and that's in, I believe it's in June. Uh, so we just got booked at that and we got booked at a fest with, um, uh, like Buck Cherry, Any Given Sin, um, and some other bands in Minnesota. So a lot going on and we're still booking more. So those guys in Buck Cherry, by the way, pretty nice guys. Yeah. I've met them. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, we uh, we got a big festival, rock festival out here in uh, Sacramento called Aftershock, and okay. uh, they played one year, and um, my buddy and I snuck backstage. Oh, cool. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, they are nice. They're cool guys. Yeah, yeah, just average guys. Yes. So. Yeah, we're we're heading to Missouri. We're going to Chains Unchained, and so. Oh. Uh, and so that we, we chose that one first. Uh, I do believe in 2023, I'm going to try to get to Kingdom Come in Indiana. So oh, that, nice. that, 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 you're going to have a blast. I mean, there are going to be a ton of people there. And yeah. uh, that lineup all weekend is full yeah. of just great bands. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go yeah. to that one. Yes, I'm excited for Disciple. And um, actually, we're playing with them. I just, I just remember that. And, um, we're going to open for Disciple, I think it's like May 7th or something. I don't know. It's on the Facebook page, and um, we'll be on the website soon in West Chicago, like Cairo. But So, yeah, I'm excited about that one. But, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see them at Kingdom Come, and I love that band. They're amazing. Uh, they are. They're, and, I mean, they never I, – I watch them all the time and go, I'm roughly the same age. I can't keep up with that. <laughs> <laughs> They have a ton of energy. They do. I mean, for for what, an hour and a half or so, it's just straight, pure energy. Yes, yes. I I don't, and then they, and then uh, Kevin's like, I got to drive the bus to the next gig. We got to get it going. I don't know how they do it. I I really don't know know how they do it. I don't know, but they do. But yeah, it's amazing. That's going to be exciting. Um, Jennifer, there's so much more we could talk about. And... Uh, I want to get to some more of your music, though. Okay. Can we do the, uh, we did Remnant. Can we do the ballad? Yes. Right now. Remind me of the name of the ballad again. Anymore. I know you're asking I was asking Jennifer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was setting it up so she could, you know. (laughs) So so set it up again, Dave. All right. So, uh, well, no, it's all, it's, you know, it's it's like a layup, you know, you got that. Team assist, I, I and you come it. in and blocked it, yeah, man. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> tell me about this song, Jennifer. Yeah, so this is called Anymore. We actually got to work with Nick Radanovic, who's worked with bands like Skillet, and he uh, mixed it and edited it. So that, that was really cool to be able to work with him. And yeah, this is our ballad off our new EP called Ascension. So it's Anymore. Awesome on the Rock Solid Music Cast Experience. 
Hey everybody, this is Jenny from the band Saving Jackie, and you're listening to Rock Stop Newscast Experience with Aaron and Dave. Rock Stop Newscast Experience, Aaron and Dave, and uh, going to wrap up here with Jennifer from Magnescent, all the way from Chicago. Uh, lovely Jennifer. Where can people find Ignescent and uh, say hello to you? Uh, well, our website is www.ignescentmusic.com. That's just I-G-N-E-S-C-E-N-T music.com. And then you can go to our socials, like on Instagram, Ignescent Music, and you can message us there and follow us there. Facebook, the same thing. It's just Ignescent Music. We just uh, did a TikTok, and I think that's under Ignescent or, or not TikTok, I'm sorry, um, Twitch. I think it's Ignescent Music Official. And then our TikTok is under Ignescent Music. So mostly everything is just type in Ignescent Music and you'll find us there. Um, and then we have a link um, on our Facebook page and also on the Ignescent page um, in our bio. It's a link tree. So if you click on that, you can um, check out like where to find the music, where to find our merch. We have a merch store that the link is there on the Instagram page. Um, and then you can go to iTunes and download our songs there on iTunes. Go to Spotify, you know, make sure to listen to Remnant by Ignescent on Spotify. And our new EP is there too. Uh, Apple Music, and it's on Amazon Music pretty much everywhere. So you can find it all there. Well, the ball is definitely rolling for Ignescent. I see big things in your future. Um, and thank you for coming on the show, Jennifer. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. And try to stay warm up there in sunny Chicago. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ignescent, Jennifer, thank you. Thank you very much for spend your saturday morning with us yeah no problem thank you guys have a good day all right, all right. thank you thank Bye. you hi this is jermaine with tricord and you're listening to rock salt musecast with aaron and dave rock salt musecast experience with aaron and dave and it's time to jump in the wayback machine aaron traveling back all the way to 2007. Uh, fire up the DeLorean. Oh, it's, yeah. I've had it undercover for a while. We haven't jumped in the Wayback Machine uh, in quite a long time. So let's see if we can get this going. Well, 2007, January, the 110th U.S. Congress convenes and elects your favorite person and not mine. Nancy Pelosi. Ah, Aunt Nancy. As the first <laughs> as the first female speaker of the Is house. that why you're rubbing your hands like she did on on State of the Union? Oh, like, oh that was you've been awkward. rubbing you've oh, been rubbing your awkward. hands since we opened the mics. Oh, that, was, that was awkward. Yeah, she was the first uh, woman speaker of the house in uh, 2007. Uh, January also um, Steve Jobs announces the iPhone what we have like 13 iphones now yeah iphone 13 i I think i got the 13 i don't know it's it's, i've lost count it's worked out pretty good yeah it's worked out so well for jobs that you know he can't spend his money anymore that's true (laughs) (laughs) uh also in 2007 um one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time peyton manning won his first super bowl Uh, the colts won their first super bowl all right i i I won't argue that i was gonna say joe montana (laughs) 
<laughs> greatest yeah. super quarterback well, of all no, time. I, one of them. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to include, include Brady in that. Yeah, I, I unfortunately, John, you do John, have to include Brady. Uh, John Elway is in that, and so yeah, Elway was a great quarterback. Speaking um, of the NFL, though, your son's team, the Raiders, are going to be pretty good this year. They've uh, added some talent to the well, roster. Moving to Vegas seemed to do them well. Yeah, I mean, really. Well, I tell you what, they've pulled the lever on the slot machine. Yeah, and uh, it came up sevens. Hey, and you know, so, uh, if nothing else, I mean. Oakland is was originally their home, right? Yeah. Um, and Oakland has changed so much over the years um, that it is not a hospitable home, I would say, anymore. Yeah. I, um, I do think the baseball team is staying, though. I don't think it's going anywhere, but that's okay. I, I would... That has not been finalized, but it... I get it. It's not final. You know, and I think, honestly, I think... I know you're an A's fan, all right? Uh, well, I, I do appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I'm a Dodger fan, but uh, I, I do want the A's to stay in Oakland. Right. For sure. Right. Uh, I think they're going to Vegas. I really do. I think it would do them right. I, I think it would be a positive change for the A's. Um, there's just not much left to Oakland, unfortunately. You know, the Warriors left. They had the Oakland call. They were in the, the other building. or I think uh, Oracle, that was there. And so now they're in San Francisco, the the Warriors, the Chase are, Center, right? The Chase Center, yeah, yeah. They're in San Francisco, so yeah. You know, thanks to our former governor Jerry Brown, he uh, bankrupt o- Oakland when he was the mayor there, and uh, this it's just changed. Yeah. So I getting back to what we were saying earlier is yeah the the whole landscape of Oakland has really changed, and um, I think it's a positive thing uh, for the Raiders. I mean, it's had a positive outcome for the Raiders moving to Vegas, and I think it, it would have the same thing, you know, same effect on the A's. Uh, Van Halen was nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They, uh, were, in, they were actually inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2007. Wow, it seems like it took too long for that. Yeah, 2007. 2007. Wow, they came, I mean, they started out, their first album was dropped in 78. So, what, are you, what is that, 30 years? Close to. Yeah. Yeah, it, too long. So, our uh, top movies for 2007. Uh, number 10, The Simpsons Movie. That was a good movie. Uh, yeah, number 9, I Am Legend. Oh, that, that was... was yeah, that was with Will Smith, right? That was a great movie, and yeah. they're going to do a sequel now. Oh, they are. Yeah. Number eight, Ratatouille. Tool or? Never saw it. Ratatouille. Never yeah. saw it. Uh, seven, 300. I, uh, my son really liked that movie. I know. Some guys really dig that movie. I am not a um, gladiator movie type of guy, so I never got into it. Uh, number six, The Bourne Ultimatum. Oh, uh, the Bourne series is fantastic. Yeah, they are. Every one of them was mm-hmm. really good. Uh, number five, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, never been into Harry Potter at all. Nope. Number four, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. What oh, was so was funny. That, was that was like the second one or third I one? I don't know, okay. but I, I love seeing uh, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. He's yeah. fun. It's such a fun character, such yes. a funny character. That's the only thing I really liked about those movies. Yeah. Is him. Yeah. But it made it worth going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number three, uh, Transformers. Yeah, not a Transformers fan. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't hold anything against it. It's just, I think for my age, 
you know, I had just aged out of the whole Transformers thing, you know, when, when they were coming out uh, as a toy. Yeah. So I just never got into that. Uh, number two, uh, Shrek the Third. It just, uh, you could have probably just stuck with just two Shreks. I know I'm odd man out here. I've never seen a Shrek movie. You never? Wow. Nope. Never seen one. I have no desire. I hear it's great. Not, not I've got Michael nothing Myers, bad to huh? say. Yeah. I, he, he doesn't make bad stuff, though. Michael Myers. No, is he makes good. some funny stuff. And I know yeah. that uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's in there, and and he's very funny as the donkey. And all. I get it. I, I just, I don't know, never had any desire to see it and still don't. Number one in 2007, Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3. 3. 3. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't the greatest. No, no, but still, when Sp- any Spider-Man comes out, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now. The this last Spider-Man, whichever one that is, uh, Spider-Man Infinity or uh, I don't yeah. know what they're calling it, yeah. but pretty darn good movie. Okay, pretty darn good movie. But the Batman has raised the bar for superhero movies. It didn't bother you at all uh, that it was three hours, though. Mm-hmm. Usually that will bother me, and um, yes, I don't. I, two hours, two hours, fifteen tops for a movie. Okay, that's all we really need. Okay, um, however, see, like with uh, Batman Begins, there was too much exposition. You gave me way too much of him training and all of that. Not enough Batman, right? I don't know if you remember Batman Begins, but. There was just too much training involved. And it was like, oh, this is incredibly long. Okay, I get it. He went to this other country and he trained and, you know, I get it. Um, with this Batman, there wasn't a lot of exposition. You learned about the characters as you went along and you grew to like them better because you were learning about them as the Batman was learning about these characters. Uh, so it was... It would it seemed to move the three hours along a little better put it that way yeah I, you know to me it was a little long um but it was really good yeah. I, I enjoyed myself it, my i think my only complaint with it was not enough batmobile oh that's the number one complaint ah uh, there i only in three hours with, with it, our buddy uh yeah in three hours of of film time you get about 10 minutes of batmobile and we saw it in xd and my share my chair was shaking during that time and then they just like it was like a, a toy you get on christmas morning and then mom and dad take it away after a couple of minutes yeah yeah like, exactly no, no, you can't play with you gotta play with this you gotta you got play that with was, this other, and i'm like it's like that oh. that's the remote control car that's very expensive you get to play with it oh no it times up now we're putting it up on the top shelf <laughs> oh it's like they put a quarter in the machine and the, the yeah. it ran out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, oh like the like the uh like the uh horse machine in front of the oh, yeah. grocery store when yeah. you're a kid yeah you put the quarter in and we're, it just rocks back and forth we're dating ourselves now i know i've been doing that a lot today <laughs> yeah all right uh, top 10 christian albums um beyond measure with, sandy uh, patty uh jeremy camp this is 2007 dave not eight, 1987 uh, uh nothing left to lose matt kearney very good album three wooden crosses a various artist um album reliant k with uh five score and seven years ago chris tomlin with uh see the morning and then toby mack uh portable sounds 
Casting Crowns, still a great band, uh, Alter in the Door. Then we got uh, Flyleaf's album at number three, uh, self-titled Precious uh, Memories with Alan Jackson. Uh, Alan country, Jackson. More of a country star than Christian star. And then we have Wow Hits 2007, a various artist uh, album. And so coming up, we're going to play three songs, the three top songs. From and then number one from... Sandy Patty. Oh, yeah. 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 This is what, 1983, 84? I don't know, but, you know, she, she put out hit after hit after hit, and she was on every single top chart. For two <laughs> albums, usually, on, on the top ten. I, You know what? I, I use that as a joke, and I, she's a fine artist, but um, she was just everywhere, and I don't totally understand why back then i bought my parents tickets to see her yeah. first front row and they were the one thing they go they love sandy patty but they're like that oh, was so loud yeah it was so loud so coming up on the rock salt newscast experience is uh something beautiful by the newsboys made to love by toby mac and east to west by casting crowns those are the top three songs of 2007 and this is the rock salt newscast experience this is Keegan from Dead Sin, and you're listening to Rock Salt Radio. Rock Salt Musecast Experience, Aaron and Dave. Time to wrap it up. Um, another bang-up show, Dave. Another bang-up show, and time for a rant. And you want to do this rant? Well, who do we have on today, Dave, as we wrap it up? Oh, I've, I totally forgot. Yeah, Jennifer. Uh, from, from Ignesson. And Nesson, and then we had our 2007 flashback. And now it's time. And definitely for go our check out Rant. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, check go out ahead. go check out Ignesson. Yes. Uh it's spelled I G N E S C E N T if you have a hard time finding it. They're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and uh you know, wherever you get your social media fix. Also look them up on Spotify and uh, Apple Music and uh Throw some love their way because Ignison is pretty great. Yeah, their uh, video on YouTube has over 107,000 views. Good so, for them. Yeah, good video. So please check them out on those social. Follow them, like them, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, follow, like, and subscribe. Yeah. That would be great. And so now we get to your rant. Rant time. We're going to have to get rant music. Oh, yeah. Um, might need to get something a little aggro. <laughs> um, I heard on the news this week. Now, I don't want to get into the uh, he said, she said politics of the gas prices right now because there is one side that says that uh, uh, the gas prices are Putin's fault and there's another side that says the gas prices are Biden's fault and that is not part of this rant. Okay. And then there's another segment, though, um, that are saying it's big oil's fault. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's big oil's fault. Okay. So I'm not even going to pick a side on that right now. I, I am going to point my finger at the California voters. Not even picking a side there, just voters. California voters, California administration. Our fellow citizens here in California. And our lawmakers. Um, we have a gas problem right now, and I know California pays the most for a gallon of gas at the moment, and that's because we have the most in gas taxes at the moment. Uh, we're pushing 
five and a half, six dollars here in Sacramento, Northern California. You get further south, uh, like San Francisco or even LA, and you're pushing more like six, seven, maybe eight dollars a gallon. This story came out, and I don't have it in front of me, but this story came out yesterday that there is a 38 cent surcharge that is in all of these gas taxes. Okay, we pay about a dollar and a half per gallon in gas taxes, I, I believe was the number, roughly. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think California gets like th- through fees and everything else, taxes and all that, sales tax, they get a little over a dollar per yeah. gallon. Okay. There is a 38 cent surcharge that nobody knows what that's for. They've been collecting this from since 2015, since 2015, and nobody knows what this surcharge is for. What did our lawmakers do? Nothing. They said, ah, we don't know what it's for, but we're not going to repeal it either. We're not going to give the taxpayers back the money that we took from them and we misallocated Here I go. Label my show again. Misinformation, whatever. Uh, Yeah, I don't have a story. I don't have a citation to back me up. I am uh, speaking out of my my own brain here. Oh, you can Google it, that we have the highest. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying about what's happened here and how, how our government is reacting to it, okay? I don't have a citation to say that, yes, there is a politician going, screw the voters, Screw the, the Californians that pay our, our salaries. Uh, they're taking nearly 40 cents per gallon, which is huge, huge. If, um, if I have a 20-gallon tank, 40 cents per gallon is what, $8? Yeah. Okay. And you don't need that $8, Dave. No, I don't need that $8. At least our politicians don't think you need that $8. I mean, $8, I could at least, you know, uh, support a small business and go buy lunch. I could do that. But no, the politicians need it. And nobody knows where the money's going to. Someone knows. But nobody knows where it's going to. And uh, why can't we have an accounting of every cent broken down of what we pay in these gas taxes and surcharges and when we find that hey there's a problem and i get it sometimes there's oversight sometimes there's mistakes and and this surcharge it might have sunset a long time ago and everybody's forgotten about it and nobody repealed it and blah 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 okay then you you repeal it (laughs) you know what i mean you take it back write me a check for all the money you've taken from me well it you know our governor said there would be some uh, gas tax relief or something. I don't. I, I don't know. I just no. There's not. Yeah. Because this is where my problem with the voters comes in. In 2018, uh, we had the opportunity in California to vote in or out a gas tax to approve a, a gas tax or not approve a gas tax. Right. And and we approved it. We approved it, but no one read the fine print. You know, when when you get those little books in the mail to tell you what all the bills are about and everything, all the props that you're voting on, read those things. Because in the fine print, it said there was no sunset on this and that the government could up this gas tax at any time they wanted. 
and that's what they do. We voted in a blank check to our government officials with no sunset to raise our gas taxes whenever they felt like it. And they use the the charade of, well, look at the roads. The roads are so bad. Don't you want better roads? Well, how are we going to pay for them if we don't tax you for the road? Okay, well, guess what? The roads haven't gotten any better. You would be correct, Dave. They haven't gotten any and better. those who are listening, they're not in California. <laughs> Dave is correct. Yeah. Uh, potholes everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I am rebuilding the front end on my car because there's so many potholes out here. And it's not the pothole. I'm not saying the potholes cause the rebuild. But I have an older car that I drive every day. So I am now rebuilding this thing so that I can maintain the car in a fight against the potholes in California. And 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 just to be describe it, some areas you can't avoid one pothole because there's other ones around it. Yeah. You just gotta you just get to the least one. So yeah. Yeah, but back to the uh expensive gas tax uh me and my wife are traveling to uh arizona in april and i told my wife i said we're going to be on fumes when we enter arizona because gas there is about 75 cheaper per gallon and i don't know what it is what why california is so much more and i'm sure some economist or some uh person you know can come on here and tell us why it's so much more expensive and why it's needed um, I just think it's outrageous that it's close to 75 cents per gallon more expensive here. We have the highest gas taxes in all of America, Aaron. Yes, the highest do. gas taxes in all of America. Uh, and it's ridiculous. And what I don't understand is that even with the highest gas taxes in all of America, we have voters here in California that would gladly pay more. Yeah. Um, and get nothing in return. There's a story from KTLA, which is a news organization in Southern California. And they have a. a They're pretty respected, here. by the way, yes, KTLA. Uh, taxes and fees make up $1.18 per gallon in California. Okay. 38 cents of that is unknown surcharge. Yeah. I don't 38 yeah. cents of $1.18. So, again, uh, and uh, just to go to what you're saying, I was looking it up earlier and I lost it. I think uh, taxes here are about 10 to 15 cents higher than anywhere else in the nation. Uh, all I'm saying is I'm not getting my money's worth. Well, you know, our governor does need to go to the French Laundry here and there, Dave. Yeah, well, so. I'm glad I can fund that. But, you know, I'm really, I'm not, I'm being 100% serious. I'm not getting my money's worth out of California. We put in a whole lot of money as taxpayers in California, and I'm not even talking, I'm not even getting on the whole uh, uh, open borders, you know, that whole thing. I'm just talking about your average taxpayer, whether documented or undocumented, pays a whole lot of money for the privilege of living in California and we're not getting a lot in return yeah the um republicans um here in california want to uh put a, a tax holiday for six months on the gas which is like 51 cents a gallon um and help, you know what the democrats want to do uh, they want to give us a 400 dollars check yeah, that is that it yeah dollars. yeah they don't want to repeal the tax or anything like that they want to give us 400 dollars well 
Stop giving me, why don't you just drop the price of a gallon of gas, and, right? And the tax is supposed to go up again in July. I so. mean, it's like going to a Ruth Chris Steakhouse, all right? It's an expensive place, right? Or let's say the French Laundry, that's <laughs> we're going to go there, yeah. all right? It's like going to the French Laundry. Yeah, it's expensive, but I got a coupon. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. yeah, it's expensive, but they gave me a half-off rebate. I got to spend the money first, but they're going to send me a check. How about we just knock that off? Sounds great with me. Yeah. Can we get some uh, just some people to use their brains in, in politics? And most importantly, uh, who the gas prices really hurt are people, you know, poor people. That, yeah. I mean, it affects them the most. I, I was trying to have this conversation with somebody, a friend of mine on, on Facebook, and uh, uh, we were talking about gas prices, and then they said, well, you know, I, I, um, I don't drive, so I don't have any skin in the game. And I said, well, you like buying groceries? Then you got skin in the game. Because uh, truckers are feeling it the worst of all. Uh, the, the price of a gallon of diesel is through the roof. And those... Costs are passed on to us, the consumer. Uh, four and a half dollars to buy a gallon of milk the last time I went down. Four and a half dollars. I mean, that's a dollar jump within the last year. True. Four and a half dollars. Well, uh, again, uh, hopefully gas starts to go down. It's not yet, but hopefully it will go down. And I hope our uh, politicians, it's for like this. I hope the voters learn from this. No, they don't. Well, again, I hope they do. Um, and elect people that will uh, are all about me and you, Dave, not about anybody else. No, I don't want to I don't want it to be all about me and you. Well, I want it to about, be all about uh, the American citizens. That's what I'm talking about. And uh yeah. I, you know, I am tired of all the fighting, I'm tired of all the uh uh misinformation. Um you know, speaking of misinformation, uh, how long how long did uh, everybody go on and how long was everybody censored about this Biden, Hunter Biden laptop story? And we were all told, oh, that's Russian misinformation. Oh, that's propaganda. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. And now, you know what's going on? Oh, they're, they're investigating. Yeah. Oh, a year ago, we were being censored for misinformation, but today we're investigating. We're investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. Interesting. True. And uh, since this will be our last show... <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you won't get to hear the uh, the interview with Undefeated because we've been canceled. Ah, <laughs> oh, this has been Dave's rant, brought to you by. <laughs> I'm going to start another one just called Dave's Rants. <laughs> Tune in for that podcast. Well, we we have triple nickels coming up in a couple weeks, so. Uh, so couple weeks next yeah, week. Yeah, I think next week. Yeah, we got trip. We got our. Is it uh, next week? Patrick or? Reaver. Patrick Rivers. Weaver? <laughs> Rivers. Patrick Weavers. <laughs> uh, in his uh, Bengals helmet. Yeah. Bengals yes. hat. He'll be joining us. And Patrick we'll, Weavers. Yeah. And, and no, no one will be able to hear him because uh, we've been canceled. So. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> if we're still here next week, check us out, all right? Yes. <laughs> it's a rock solid <laughs> musecast experience. And uh, happy trails, everybody. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. J